Combat Sports and Coach on the entire universe of Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and today, you know what time it is, everybody. We got a little bit of morning coffee and fight news. Uh, for those of us joining us, everybody, Rosendo, my brother, what it do? Pro Black, MMA, Mystic Black, bro, you are absolutely right, man. D, we have so much to talk about today, man. Um, it, it is a crazy one. It's a crazy one. We've had a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, I hope you guys have had an amazing weekend. Hello to everybody again. So for those of us joining us, um, we are also, we are live currently on Facebook. We're live currently on YouTube. We're live currently on Twitch and we are live currently on IG. Thank you everyone for joining us on today's show. See, we're trying to get this balanced out for you guys. So I'm not over here messing everything up, man. Uh, but all in all, actually, let me put this right here. Perfect. Yeah, look at us. Look at us doing it, man. Well, welcome to the greatest combat sports coach on the entire Universe of Fight podcast. This is episode 247, baby. We're out here rocking it out, man. And we have so, so much um, amazing fight news to get to you guys. So on today's menu, we're going to go ahead and break down, obviously, come on, how are we not going to talk about it? The biggest fight of the weekend, uh, Joe Joyce, Dane Dubois. No, I'm playing. Uh, that definitely wasn't the biggest fight of the weekend. We're definitely talking about Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., all right? Um, it is one of those matchups, man, that we have waited an entire lifetime for, and it finally came for fruition. So we'll go ahead and break all that down. Uh, Nate Robinson, Jake Paul, I hate to say it, but we have to talk about it, guys. <laughs> we got to fucking talk about it. Uh, Jake Paul, um, we're going to talk about his win, big win against Nate Robinson. Um, we're going to break that down as well. We're also going to talk a little bit of UFC. UFC uh, Fight Night Vegas 15. We have that coming up. We're going to be discussing that, uh, the winners and losers of that one, and so much more on today's episode. All right. Uh, uh, yo, thank you everyone for joining us. Like I said, once again on the Fight Podcast, everyone joining us on IG, ah, salute to you guys. Everyone joining us on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live, man. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today's show. Episode 247 of the greatest combat show, sports and culture show in the entire universe. And yo, let's go. I hope you guys had a great holiday weekend. Last time I talked to you guys, uh, Thanksgiving wasn't here, man. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, you know how we get down, guys. Come on, man. Surge. Surge of the Fight Podcast, man. Salute to our sponsors, Nug Club Official. They always take care of us. That's how we get it cracking. Uh, first thing in the morning, uh, salute to Everlast and salute to um, everybody else that represents the brand, man. Check them out. Uh, also, do not forget, obviously, the Fight Podcast is everywhere. Podcasting is available. Uh, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did. This is the first year in a while that I wasn't able to actually take my ass over back home to Chicago. Um, Low-key, now I think about it, man. This might have been the first Thanksgiving I have not spent in Chicago, which is kind of nuts when you think about it. But uh, love my city. Uh, it's just, just crazy, man. The, the Rona's out there snatching everybody up. One in 12 people in Chicago got it. So I made sure I stayed my ass right here in La La Land. I stayed in LA. Granted, it's not much better here, but I stayed here. And uh, my lady and I enjoyed it, man. Um, spent some time with some family, some friends that are here. Very little socially distancing, of course. You know how we get down. Uh, we we did that, man. But it was good. It was nice. Went ahead, all like I do every single year. Made some mac and cheese. Serge, can you really cook? Serge, uh, I don't know about your mac and cheese. Y'all must have forgot your boy Serge is a chef. 
That is what I do for a living. That is what I always done. So it was my mac and cheese on point. Absolutely. Uh, made a, uh, a Cajun uh, mac and cheese, five different cheeses. Oh, man, it came. Made my homemade roux. Baby, it was amazing. Made that. My lady made some uh, some amazing cornbread. Yes, she's not black, but I don't give a damn. Her cornbread is phenomenal. She's ethnic as it is. Persian and Panamanian. Come on, son. You know how she gets down. But the cor- it was amazing. We had a great time with that. Love every second of it, man. Uh, family, friends, everybody. I was able to cook, Zoom with my family in the morning, man. It was amazing. It was a good time. Uh, it was an awesome being able to spend a little bit of time with family in such a not normal time. Uh, so I hope you all had an amazing holiday season. I hope that you all um, enjoyed your Thanksgivings. And uh, and we had a lot to be thankful for because I'll be honest with you, usually on Thanksgiving weekends, it is a slow, very, very, very slow week in terms of combat sports. And uh, guess what? We had a whole lot of them. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on into the action. Yo. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. actually happened this weekend and the fight itself, I think it was a lot more than a lot of people actually anticipated. Um, I think it was actually even better than I personally anticipated. Um, it was uh ended the fight ended up going into a draw. Mike Tyson and uh Roy Jones Jr. And it was one of those things that when you actually look at the fight, it was almost surreal. I woke up in the morning. Uh, Saturday morning and and I had to tweet right away and it was just like fuck bro like this fight's actually going to happen like can you believe it that fight Tyson Roy Jones Jr. two of the greatest of all time are actually going to compete that day and when I was when I saw it I, I I told you guys last week it's one of those things that was I thoroughly excited about it last week in the build-up for it? No, man. This is probably one of the worst promoted fights in the history of fucking fighting. Um, Kevin Ioli of Yahoo Sports also went out there and said that. I mean, this was a terrible, terribly, terribly um, promoted fight. But I have to say, and I'll be, I'm going to keep it a, a, a 1,000% with you guys. I'm going to keep it a bean. Um, the fight was better than expected. The fight was one of those matchups that I think a lot of people didn't anticipate. And for two men that are in their 50s, two men that, I mean, Mike Tyson hasn't been in the ring for 15 years. You got in turn, you have um, your boy, Roy Jones Jr., who hasn't competed in a while. And you can tell, man, this guy, obviously, he was a little chinny and whatnot. They both went out there to compete. So and before I go out there and really grade everything, let's let's talk about the matchup itself. The matchup itself was was fun, man. They went out there. And those guys competed. They went, they were back and forth. They were out there throwing bombs. I mean, some of the body shots that uh, Roy Jones did salute to him because he, Mike was trying to get, was out there trying to take his lunch money. He went out there and did it. Now, granted, in terms of a draw, come on, people, that shit wasn't a draw. I, we, I give it to Mike 100% of the time. I think Mike ended up winning probably seven rounds to one. But at the end of the day, man, in in terms of entertainment value, was the fight actually entertaining? I'll be honest with you, man. For somebody who honestly didn't expect much of it, this was the highest level of expectations, the highest expectations that anybody could actually get from a fight like this. It it, with two old guys, man. This is the old guy, old guy Super Bowl, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And so, in in, in terms of look, man, am I a purist of the sport? Yeah, I'm a purist, man, but I'm not as much, so much of a purist 
that I am not going to legitimately enjoy the game and enjoy because here's the thing, man, there is a place for these type of matchups. There really is. There really is a place for these type of matchups, man. And uh, and they were out there throwing bombs. Both men had their moments. Yes, it ended up being a draw, but it ended up being something that was fun, something that was memorable. And it's something that I think a lot of people would not mind to watch again. Now, let's go ahead and talk about the pay-per-view itself. $50 pay-per-view. Um, a lot of people I know and I under, totally understand did not actually want to buy that pay-per-view. Come on, man. Two old dudes. The, the California State Athletic Commission already was going back and forth saying that they're not. They're like, we're, we're it, 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 no knockouts, no nothing. It's hard to sell a Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight if you're already saying from the beginning it's not going to be a knockout. So I think a lot of people really, now granted, the numbers haven't gone back, but in terms of the quality of the pay-per-view, man, this was better than some fucking DAZN cards that I've watched. This was, in terms of the, the production value, yo, they had Wiz Khalifa performing, did his fucking thing. They had YG performing. Did his fucking thing. Uncle Snoop went out there and performed. Did his fucking thing. Yo, this was a good time. Um, the the value was now granted. I will say this in terms of the camera angles throughout the fight. Some of the ones going through the ring or whatnot, it, it, I think they missed the ball. It wasn't the best camera angles for the fights themselves, especially for viewing it. You're trying to look through the ropes and shit. It didn't make sense. And it seemed like one of the normal camera angles that they usually show for fighting, it really wasn't there. But regardless of the fact, man, it was a lot of fucking fun. The fight itself was fun. We were watching these dudes going back. We were watching these legends going back. And I have to say, yo, like, Mike looked good. Mike looked in fucking shape. And it was dope to be able to really sit back and watch that shit. So I was really excited to be able to see this matchup. Um, the production value was great. The way that they, and here's the thing, the commentary. Yo, Al Bernstein was supposed to do it. They ended up getting one of my personal favorites, Mauro Ronaldo. Mauro Ronaldo, for those who do not know, is one of the greatest combat sports commentators of all time. Used to commentate Pride back in the day, has done Strike Force, he has done Bellator, you know, he and, and now, you know, like I say he's done everybody in, in, in between except for the UFC. He's incredible. He went out there and did an amazing job. I think he really reeled in Snoop Dogg as well as uh, Israel Adesanya. And Adesanya did an amazing job. Hey, UFC, your, your, your best fighter right now is actually one of the most intellectual fighters that we actually have and is great on the fucking mic. I would love to see him do more of this for the UFC and other organizations. It was absolutely great. And let's talk about the MVP of the night. The MVP of the night, 1,000% was Snoop D-O-double motherfucking G. Snoop Dogg stole the show with his incredible commentary. Now, his commentary, I will be honest with you, when he did it for the Contender Series, wasn't as great. And I say it wasn't as great because that is something that's a little bit more serious. It was something that, in terms of the Contender Series, is a... I mean, these are guys trying to fight for, you know, they're trying to fight for their their combat sports careers and their lives, and they're trying to get into it. So if you're just having somebody sitting here kind of making fun of the situation and laughing about it, 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 it's not in good taste. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of a fight in a matchup like this, shit, seeing them doing NBA games, um, seeing them do these, these type of, you know, spectacle old guy fights, I love this shit. 
I'm here. Sign me up for fucking Snoop Deal Double G doing this shit all the time because he was saying everything that all of us were thinking when Nate was in there doing it. He said what we were all thinking when Snoop was when uh, when Tyson and and uh, Roy Jones first started mixing it up. It really did feel like two old guys, two uncles at the barbecue. So he was really hitting those notes that a lot of us loved. So fuck. Excuse me. So, so, so salute to Snoop, man. Salute to what he was actually doing because it was so, so much fun, man, um, having him there. And it really brought out the experience. So in terms of a grade, dog, I, I, I give this a B. I give this a solid, solid B. Uh, it was entertaining. The matchups, it, it, it is what I thought it was. I mean, it was terrible matchups. They put Badu Jack in there with some Uber driver and his ass... I mean, I, I thought it was going to be early knockout, but instead he just beat the shit out of this dude for eight rounds. Badu is, is the man. I don't care if he's in his late 30s. He is still one of the top fighters in the fucking world. Badu is a monster. And uh, he did his thing. So we're able to see Badu Jack do his thing. And uh, and it, it was what it was, man. But um, let, let's talk about the, 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 the fight that really stole the show. Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. Yeesh. All right, guys. Uh, where do I start with this one? In fact, bruh, I got to let, Let's. Don't report me, anybody. Jeez, I got to light one up for your boy, Nate. Holy shit, man. Um, this one here. Where to begin? Jake Paul has skills, people. Jake Paul can fight. Not can he fight a, a legitimate contender? No, absolutely not. Um, but can he continue beating up YouTube stars? One thousand percent. Jake Paul is somebody who you can tell is trained for a number of years. Jake Paul is somebody who, um, yo, the Paul brothers got a great gimmick, don't they? They let everybody know. And they kind of fool everybody to understanding that they're doofy, right? They do doofy things. They, uh, they're culture vultures, especially Jake Paul, to our culture, right? Straight culture vulture, hair, everything from the haircut to the fade to, to the chains. That's what he's doing. Um, and when you see this, right? We see this, we're, we're watching it, we're paying attention to it. And he he was able there. Their gimmick is that they're able to convince other YouTube stars who are not taking boxing as seriously as they are to get out there and essentially build their cultural capital. Right? They're able to build their cultural capital by knocking out people with names. They did it with the YouTube kids. They did it with KSI. And now they were able to do that with with uh with Nate Robinson. Hey people, I'm here to tell you, Nate Robinson was bamboozled. Nate Robinson was running muck. Nate Robinson was led a fucking stray. He was out there. He was played, people. Nate Robinson was played by Jake Paul to had to 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 be able to believe that he could win it. And 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 here's the thing. And let me go ahead and I'm, I'm gonna change this one. What can what lessons can be learned from Nate Robinson? The lessons that can be learned from Nate Robinson is this. 
Snoop said this beautifully on the broadcast. Fam, you don't play boxing. All right? Um, I, I hope that this proved to a lot of people that if you were, I don't care if you are a, a professional athlete. I don't care if you're in amazing shape. I don't care if you think you're tougher than somebody. Yo, Jake Paul is from fucking Calabasas, fam. Come on. He's not nowhere near as tough and has gone through the same shit as Nate Robinson has. But guess what? Jake Paul has been training boxing and been sparring against pro boxers for a long time. And can he beat legitimate fighters? No. But can he go out there and beat Dylan Dennis? Possibly. Can he go out there and beat more YouTube guys? Absolutely. Can he beat... Former athletes who don't take it as seriously, yes. And we saw that this week. A lot of us are, people were bent out of shape. Oh, you're being mean to Nate and you can't be saying that shit. Look, fam, I put it like this. You're going to catch these jokes, okay? I hate to say it like this. I salute you for getting your ass in there, but you're going to catch these jokes. And the reason you're going to catch these jokes is because obviously you didn't take the game seriously enough. He didn't. He didn't at all, man. He went out there and thought this shit was sweet. He thought it was mad sweet. He thought he was going to go in here and whoop this white boy from Calabasas' ass. And he went out there in term, and now he made himself a me. Yo, Jake Paul. And first of all, let, let's talk about the X's nose. Nate Robinson had no business in there. From the moment he, if you guys have watched any tape from Nate Robinson, yo, he can barely throw a punch. When the lights got hot, he didn't know how to react. And then next thing you know, he just literally, like, 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 fucking Usain Bolt, sprint dead at buddy. Like he was supposed, like he was trying to D his ass up. He literally ran up like he was still, not, not bro, how you gonna go out there in Knicks gear and get washed like that? The Knicks have it hard enough. The Knicks have it hard enough for you to go out there and get washed wearing Knicks shit. But again, bro. For all of us saying that he didn't, you know, understand or he didn't, you know, deserve those jokes. No, he deserves every bit of those jokes. Yes, I'm proud of you for getting in there. But you didn't respect the game. He didn't. He didn't respect the game because if he did, he would have hired a legitimate coach. And he would have at least gave himself a year or two to go ahead and do this. He wanted, one, he wanted a payday. Two, he wanted to get clout. This was clout chasing people. This is what we're learning from Nate Robinson. Stop being a clout chaser. Stop doing shit that's not for you. You're disrespecting the sport when you think you can go in there and just do your thing. And now look, I hate to say it, man, Nate's career might be finito. He wants to be a YouTube star. And now you got to deal with, you're always going to be the dude who got your ass kicked by Jake Paul. Forever and always. Fam, I can scrap. I've been in there. I don't give a damn how much cash you toss me. I will not take my ass in there. That is not going to end up happening. All right? So it is what it is, man. Um, We can learn a lot, man. We do not play boxing. We do not play boxing. We do not play combat sports. The shit doesn't happen. And, and guess who found out? Nate Robinson. All right. And again, this is Morning Coffee and Fight News, man. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for joining me. We're still rocking. Thank you for everybody watching me live on IG, everyone watching me live on Facebook, everyone watching me live on YouTube and 
watching me live on Twitch. I appreciate you guys as always. Uh, we have uh, the guru, B-Cam, constantly blowing up my phone right now. Like he doesn't understand that we're currently uh, doing this right now. <laughs> we'll talk to him later, man. But we will have an MA fight roundtable later on this week. Um, and uh, that is going to be a lot of fun because we're going to break down this fight and so much more. All right. Uh, the rest of the card itself was ass. I, I really didn't watch that much of it, man. Um, but let me let me say this. Um, did Nate getting KO'd overshadow the Tyson Jones fight? Man, 1000% that shit uh, <laughs> overshadowed Tyson Jones fight. Tyson Jones fight was great. Don't get it twisted. But the Nate Robinson news was what everybody was talking about. I hate to say it like that, man. And uh, and like I said, when you're doing this and I respect Nate for getting his ass in there. But when you don't respect the, the game, man, you're going to catch these jokes. And that's what's happening right now. So 1,000% did Nate getting KO'd brutally overshadow Tyson Jones? Yes, they're talking about that shit this morning on first take, man. Come on. When they're talking about that shit on first take, 1,000%. Watching Nate. Nate is forever a meme. You think that Jordan crying face is a meme? <laughs> oh, no, sir, it ain't. That shit ain't going to be the meme. The meme is going to be sitting here looking at Nate Robinson looking like one of fucking Andy's toys when the adults walk in the room. That is what we're going to end up seeing. That is the meme that's going to happen. And at the end of the day, that image itself, fam, Jake Paul said, I'm going to dribble Nate Robinson's face like a basketball. And guess what happened? That brother's face bounced off the canvas just like that, that their basketball, okay? So which of the, did that overshadow the fight? Yes, because that is what more people are talking about today than even the fight. Was the fight fun? Yeah, but it is what we thought it was going to be. It was either going to be super ass or what we saw. And we ended up seeing a fight that was because it was a super ass. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, and I think a lot of us enjoyed what we saw because nobody got now. Did we think it was a draw? No, none of us thought it was a draw. But are we mad at a draw? Not at all. All right. Um, also this weekend, we had um, Joe Joyce ended up beating uh, Daniel Dubois this weekend. That fight was the fight, honestly, the heavyweight matchup that I was looking forward to this weekend. It was a lot of fun. It was great. And um, it was this up and coming prospect with well, two up and coming prospects. But Joe Joyce is 35 years old as a prospect. And then we had Daniel Dubois who's been knocking everybody out and his ass is only 23 I anticipated Joe, uh, Daniel Dubois to go out there because of his, his explosion, because of his hand speed, because of his youth. I was expecting him to go out there and really uh, put it to uh, Daniel Dubois, and it didn't happen. It was a back-and-forth fight. It was an explosive fight, and all of a sudden, it seemed as if Joe Joyce ended up, or should I say, Daniel Dubois ended up quitting. When I saw the way react, you saw how his eye was just swollen up, shut, 1,000%. Um, it was a broken orbital bone. That's what happened. He ended up quitting. It was a 10th round stoppage. Joe Joyce moves on, and afterwards, he called out Alexander Usyk. That fight itself, that fight right there is a fight that I would absolutely love to see. Amazing matchup, amazing performance by Joe Joyce. A lot of fun. That was the fight and the matchup to watch over this weekend. Also, um, this weekend, it seemed as if we had the return. The return of Anthony Lionheart motherfucking Smith. Now, um, that fight, um, look at your man. The man B Cam is joining the show, man. Uh, not the show. See, so joining the stream. Hello, sir. 
pleasure for you watching us with us today, man. That's why I was not responding to your text messages when you were texting me right now. Brother, we out here recording live, my brother. <laughs> Uh, but uh, really quick, thank you to everybody who is currently watching and joining us on Instagram. Thank you to everyone joining us live on Facebook and on uh, YouTube as well as Twitch, man. We appreciate you guys. Uh, any comments, questions, anything you guys want to leave us, we will go ahead and do the thing, man. Uh, <laughs> we're doing it, man. All right. Um, moving right along, man. Let's go ahead and talk. Like I said, um, Anthony Smith goes out there and ends up getting a win, right? He looked good. Oh, real quick, since we have a couple people on live, if you have any questions or comments that you want me to answer, please go ahead and do that, and I will answer that live on the show for you today. If you have any thoughts or anything on Nate Robinson or any of the fights, Tyson or anything, let me know. I will answer yours right here live on the show as well. Um, we're currently talking about the UFC fight night. UFC Vegas 15 was all for this weekend. The card itself honestly wasn't the best of cards, okay? I wasn't um, excited about the card. I, and honestly, this was probably the least I've been excited for a UFC card in a while. But there were a couple matchups on here that I was really looking forward to. And it was the return of Anthony Smith. So Anthony Smith goes out here and ends up uh, finishing um, Devin Clark via triangle choke. And here's the thing. Yo, I had this all wrong. In fact... I'll be honest with you. This is probably the worst fight picks I've ever had. And, and like, I, I was just ass on fight picks all weekend, guys. It was terrible. Um, but pimps fuck up sometimes, I guess. that That's all I got to say about that one. Uh, she was nuts. Uh, but uh, he goes out there, man, and gets a first round uh, triangle submission of uh, Devin Clark. And this was one of those things that we've seen him at the elite. We've seen in terms of Anthony Smith, we've seen him lose at the elite level. So watching him, you know, consistently lose, I was like, yo, he might be done. He might be washed, especially after the ass whooping that we saw him against Glover Teixeira. So this one against Devin Clark, somebody who has a similar-esque style to a uh, Glover Teixeira, I think a lot of people thought, man, this might be, this might be, we might have to cancel Christmas for uh, Anthony Smith after this one. Eh, shit didn't happen, man. He went out there and really rebounded amazingly. He looked dominant. It, it, he didn't even look like Devin Clark belonged on the same cage as this dude. Gets a quick submission finish. Very first round, man. Two minutes into the fight. And um, he, he was so dominant. I love the matchup. And afterwards, um, he even said it. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm, this is me. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And it really makes you think, you know, who does he deserve to fight next? Does you does he get another shot at, at Ratchik? Probably not. Does he get another shot at um at somebody like uh at, at like Santos, who they fought at 185, but at the end of the day, they haven't fought at 205 and they both have lost John to John Jones in title shots. That's another one. Macheta and him might be a great fight. So he has options, but I think this one actually kept him there. Okay. That is one of those things that I think we kept him in there a little longer. But at the end of the day, man, great, great win for him. Um, be honest with you. Is there anybody else on that fight card that we can talk about really? Um, I'll have to say this. Only other one that I really want to talk about is Miguel Baez. Miguel Baez, Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rican's very own man. He trains out there in uh, Miami with MMA Masters, a team that I actually used to be a part of for a while, uh, especially when MMA Masters was here in Chicago. So I've worked with a lot of their coaches there. It's a it's a great team. I said here in Chicago. I'm not here in Chicago no more. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things, man. Um, great team. He and Baez is one of those guys that if you haven't had an opportunity to check him out, you need to. He is one of the up and coming prospects. He fights at 170, and he is somebody that has it all. He can wrestle, 
I think he has a little collegiate wrestling under his belt. He can strike. He can grapple. And uh, he has the look. You know, he, he everything. He can speak well. I mean, this is one of those guys that has an opportunity to be a real star in this sport, especially in a weight class as deep as uh, as as 170. So um, he, he picked up a nice win. I like to see what happens next. But that is the only other person I'll say kind of really stood out to me uh, in this one, man. But um, at the end of the day, man, it, it is what it is. Amazing, amazing fight weekend. I loved every second of it. Remember, guys, uh, make sure you listen to the Fight Podcast everywhere. Podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Make sure you listen, like, subscribe, and share. We are everywhere, everywhere podcasts available. We're, and thank you to everybody who is watching currently on IG. Thank you to everybody who's currently watching on YouTube, Facebook, as well as Twitch, man. Um, real, real quick, man, let's go ahead and recap before we get out of here in this today's morning coffee and fight news. Uh, grading Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Grading it itself, I'm going to give the fight itself, I'm giving it a B, okay? I'm giving it a B because um, it's pretty much what I anticipated. It was a lot of fun. Both of these guys came to perform. Mike Tyson um, was in phenomenal shape. Roy Jones ended up digging deep and made it a fun fight. I give the fight itself a B. In terms of the fight grade for the pay-per-view, look, I also give that a B. Um, they put on a good show. Snoop Dogg fucking killed it. Uh, the quality of the fight, it's, ah, it is what it is. But you think about this. Everyone is talking about the fight had cultural capital and uh, and it had moments, right? The moment of Roy Jones and Mike Tyson actually stepping in the ring together. The moment of uh, of Roy uh, Nate Robinson getting knocked the fuck out. These are moments. And that is why this fight card, in fact, I'm not even gonna give it a B. I'm gonna give it an A. This was a success. Um, and it's not only a success, it's something that I, I absolutely love to watch again. Um Jake Paul, Nate Robinson, dude, it is what it is, man. Um, it, it's unfortunate for for Nate Robinson, but Jake Paul has skills, and I think a lot of people got to understand and salute to that man's skills. Uh, what lessons can be learned from Nate Robinson, fam? We do not play boxing. We don't play combat sports. That is the lessons to learn. Don't go out there because if you go out there and you don't take the sport seriously, you're going to get your ass just like Nate Robinson knocked out by a culture vulture. That's what the fuck happens when you go out there and think this is for play. It is what it is, man. It's sad as it is. Salute to Nate Robinson for actually getting his ass out there. Yes, everyone is right. It takes cojones to go out there and do this. But at the end of the day, if you don't take this shit seriously, you're going to get your ass starched by a YouTuber from fucking Calabasas. That is just what it is. All right. Um, and also, um, last but certainly not least, are you actually here for more of these old guy fights? Look, guys, I know this might come as a shock, especially coming from me. But yes, there is a place for these old guy fights. And as long as they go out there and perform and they put a show together and behind it like they did with this fight card and Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, dude, I'm telling you. This shit is going to happen, okay? I love it. I'm here for it. And the old guy fight that I think, and last, certainly not least, I think people are going to talk about, and it is going to happen. What's going to happen with Mike? I'm not sure. Maybe he fights a super-watched fucking uh, Holyfield, but will Roy Jones Jr. go out there and eventually fight Anderson Silva next? 1,000% the answer is yes. Yes, 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 yes. They're going to fucking make that shit happen. I'm telling you right now, Anderson is no longer in his, his uh, contract with the UFC. And that, and in turn, what's going to happen with that? Come on, fam. We know exactly 
what the fuck is going to happen with that. Um, dude, on IG, I was supposed to put this up for you guys, and I never actually did, man. So my bad. I just got to put it up there for you guys. But um, at the end of the day, what is it when you re- actually think about what's happening? Will that fight happen? Come on, fam. It's going to happen. 1,000% yes, that fight's going to end up happening because guess what? Um, there's money to be made, and people are going to love watching that fucking fight, man. Uh, so uh, with, I'm so irritated I didn't put this my, my graphic up for one of these things. Oh, it is what it is, man. Uh, but check it out. Um, all in all, great fight weekend, man. Uh, I'm so happy that I can go out here and uh, and break these fights down for you guys. This has been Morning Coffee and Fight News. I'm your host, Serge Vicente of the Greatest Combat Sports and Culture in the entire universe, the Fight Cop Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening live on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And uh, we'll be back at you, giving you all of the fight uh, of the best fight news and culture news from our culture right here on the Fight Podcast. Uh, love you guys. We'll see you next time right here on the show. So check this out. I'm trying to close both of these out at the same time. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Peace out, guys.